Oh, everything is looking live. Gosh, none of my cameras are ever where I want them to be. Oh, and actually the Instagram machine. Holy moly. Well, we'll let Rob Curry take us for a ride and see where we are in a minute. for such a big word when I'm so tired. The the indomitable Link Ray gun. That is our theme. Instagram is still checking the connection. Let's cancel that. And let's just try again. No, still just checking connection. I eh? hang on. Hang on. We're going straight to data. Surely. Now we're live. There we go. Hello Instagram. Good to be here. Uh yeah, it's Monday night. It is dark out there already. It's a little late. I was checking in on one of my uh, one of my rugby buddies, one of the kids I coach. Got a <laughs> poor kid got a boot to the face, tore up his mouth pretty good on his teeth, but he is going to be a okay. Just some stitches uh, to repair that mouth. Might have to. He's probably not going to be eating crackers tomorrow. Let's say that, but. Uh, William, not listening to the podcast, I'm sure, but we're thinking of you, buddy. Hey, how you guys all doing out there? I am real tired. I woke up at like 4.30 this morning and just tossed and turned, could not get back to bed. I think I'm starting to miss the warm company of my wife next to me to cuddle against. She has been away for a week. Oh, hey, Mike Jones. And uh, I'm missing her and the kids. Holy moly. But they're having a ball over in Europe. Just me and the dog here on our own. I did indeed skip the pod last week. I hope you had a good long weekend and we're back at it on Monday. I uh, I just was tired. Oh, hey, Anthony. Gang's all here. But I am back tonight equally tired, but committed to the cause. And actually, I had a, a request for this one. Not a beer I would have typically picked up. Not going to lie. But uh, we're going to give it a spin. And you know what? There's no time like the present. Hello, the Brew S. Friends, what I have in this, uh, what are we going to call this, teal? Seafoam green? Can? Call it what you want. This is Ace Hill Mexican Lager. Now, why might I not typically pick this up? To be fair, I tend not to drink too much Ace Hill. Occasionally, if I'm out somewhere and it's the only thing available, I will pick it up. Um, Ace Hill struck me always more of a lifestyle brand. Less of a, we make interesting beers that might challenge your concept of flavor. But we're going to give this one a whirl. Uh, Mexican lager. Well, Mexican lager, you know, like a Corona or a Sol or what's the one I never remember? Ticate? Tecatate? I can't remember even how to say it. I'm not even going to try. We're going to pour this bad boy. Now, uh, I got to give this glass a quick little rinse. It was having a little cheeky bone shaker before this, so... Actually, no, no, it wasn't a bone shaker. What was it? Something else. I've got two bone shakers in my fridge right now. Couldn't have been that. I've forgotten. It was hoppy, but not crazy. Mmm. Okay, that has been clean. Mexican lagers. Oh, let me pour for the kids at home. I want to make sure the kids at home can all see. 
Well, that is a pale yellow lager. Good carbonation on it. That is like straw yellow, very pale, very clear, not brilliant, not brilliantly clear, but pretty clear. For a Mexican lager, pretty much what you'd expect. Bit of a foamy white head. All right. Smells. Yep, little corn. Maybe some wheat. There might be. That'd be unexpected. Could be the hop, I suppose. I don't even know what kind of hops you're supposed to use in a Mexican lager. Something unassuming and pretty mild, I'll tell you that. These beers not typically, I don't want to look too much at the can here. Uh, where's the alcohol percentage? It is 4%, it is a light beer. So, you know, you don't have a lot to work with. Not a lot of places to hide either. It's a little grassy maybe, that also, probably the hop. Probably, oh look, my brother Jared's here. Speaking of the gang being all here. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick it in my face hole. Huh. Okay, a little malty, a little metallic. Corn, grassy. Again, something wheat-like. Maybe a little, it's tough. It's a Mexican lager and I think my brain wants to associate it into like lime because typically people would jam a lime in the neck of their Corona, etc. Um, so I think that's what's happening. I think my brain's playing a trick on me. But it, it could be just a touch of wheat. I'm not sure. I don't know why they would put wheat in here. It wouldn't make any sense. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they put wheat in Corona and I just don't know. But I don't think they do. I think it's just barley and corn. By the way, I have my window open because it's hot as balls in here. So you might hear my neighbors. You might also hear the wind blowing in. I think there's a storm coming, and that makes me exceedingly happy. Hmm. Anyway, back to this beer. Yeah, quick snappy finish. Yeah, mm. the metallic-y thing is actually probably my only major complaint here. Otherwise, it tastes like a Mexican lager. It's slightly barley-like with some corn, all expected. A little grassy. I got that for sure. But yeah, there's a... Sorry, I'm very distracted. I think the rain is here now. Uh, shoot, I have something out drying. Well, it's going to get wet. Can't quite place that metallicness. It's almost the taste that I think people think you get off a can, but cans, of course, have plastic on the inside, so you don't really taste the can. Yeah, it's slightly different. It's not quite bloody metallic, quite irony. Don't know what it is, weirdly metallic. And then yeah, super quick finish, as you'd expect. I mean, here's the thing about this beer. It's not made to be thought about. It's made to be crushed, colder than this. My icebox here runs at uh, six degrees. Like you wouldn't want to keep food in it. It's not cold enough. Um, I don't like my beer's teeth j jarringly cold. This beer, on the other hand, would be 
pretty good, teeth jarringly cold. In fact, that metallic note might even just disappear. Hmm. I mean, for a Mexican lager, it does what it says on the can. It's... I haven't had a Corona in a long time. It's probably better than that. Oh, it's only 100 calories. I mean, not that I care about that, but if you do, it's interesting. I also noticed it does have the nutritional value on the side. Not required, but you can put it if you want. 1% <laughs> of sales are donated to environmental causes. I mean, that's nice. Oh, there is wheat in here, by the way. Hmm, how about that? Oh, there's some interesting information here. We're going to get to it in a second. Uh, I do like to know who we're donating to. Because um, it's easy to say we do. I'd prefer to know who and why. That's an important thing with charities, guys. It's not enough to say I'm going to donate to a charity. Be specific and ideally explain why that charity. Uh, what is it that they do that you appreciate? How do they... What's the simpatico between you and that charity? Uh, that's what I like to hear. Anyway, what we discovered just now drinking this, there is wheat in it, so I was right. <laughs> How about that? The ingredients are water. And then this is what's interesting. It says sugars, and in brackets it says malted barley. What does that make me believe, friends? This is made with DME or uh, LME, so malt extract. Uh, it's. I don't think it's an all-grain beer, which also could... Uh, uh, explain some of that metallic-y note. Jared says, pretty sure Mexican lagers are generally considered gluten-free, aka no wheat, but maybe that's just Corona. That's actually not true. That's a myth. Uh, people say that about Budweiser, too, because Budweiser has a lot of corn, or not corn, rice in it. Mexican lagers have a lot of corn in them. Barley is also um, uh, a gluten-based uh, grain. Um, they're for people who are not celiac but are like intolerant uh to varying degrees if you can tolerate a bit of gluten um these beers have less than their all grain all barley counterparts uh, but they do definitely still have uh have some in there um but they're brewed with adjuncts is what we call them that's what corn is that's what rice is Arguably, that's what wheat is, too. Um, but uh, it's basically any sugar source that, that isn't uh, barley. Um, that, the misconception that sometimes people have with that is that an adjunct is bad. Um, it can be, because like in... in or, bad isn't the right word. Sometimes adjuncts are used to reduce flavors and beers so by not using just barley in this by putting in some corn it's cheaper it changes the flavor by putting rice in uh, Budweiser again it removes it, it provides fermentable sugar without providing barley taste so you're reducing the beer taste uh, but still getting the same level of, of alcohol also once again rice significantly cheaper uh, than barley. In that case, you could, I suppose, argue it's bad because at least part of that is cost saving. Um, but it it's doing what it's supposed to do. So is that bad? You can disagree with why they're doing that with the beer, but then just don't drink that beer. Um, I suppose you could have some questions about like whether or not they're fooling people uh, or uh, you know misrepresenting things. But I don't think most people are drinking Budweiser because. They expect it to be of the highest quality ingredients. Um, no more do people eat at McDonald's with that misconception in mind. I don't think 
but I'm an insufferable hipster. So I don't know. This uh, beer, I'm not sure if I'm going to finish it. Yeah. There's just that slightly metallic, and I'm wondering if it's the, the extract, if there's something in that extract that's just kind of jangling my, my mouth. I haven't had a lot of extract-based beers recently. Actually, that's entirely false. I drink PBR a lot at rugby, and I'm pretty sure it uses extract. It also tastes like this, so there you go. The good news there is I'm not drinking it to think about. I'm drinking it out of the can as cold as humanly possible. Uh, this beer, what are you going to eat with it? Well, Mexican food, probably. Um, I, I mean, if you're looking for a Mexican lager to have with your Mexican food, this is pretty solid. It's, it's going to do what you want it to do. Uh, slight disadvantage comes in a can, so you can't jam a, a lime down the neck, which, you know, a lot of people enjoy. Uh, if I were you and I wanted to put some lime in here, and, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't poo-poo that. A bit of lime in there might take some of that metallic edge off. Uh, you could just juice it right in there and drop the lime wedge right in. That'd be fine with me. I wouldn't, wouldn't complain about that. Or you could use lime cordial. Some people like that. A little lime and lager. Um... Yeah, eat it with your tacos. Again, this beer, you want to take it out of a cooler full of ice and water so that the beer is like at minus two degrees Celsius and you want to drink it because you're hot and very thirsty, but also sort of want to get drunk. Um, and you don't want to write an essay about it or, you know, maybe record a podcast episode about it. Um, that's what I got. Ace Hill. Ace Hill, by the way, I'm pretty sure is still a contract brewery. Again, another thing that sometimes people uh, say with derision in their mind, uh, I am not against contract breweries. Uh, if you want to get into conversations about beer as a lifestyle brand, which Ace Hill certainly uh, is, is one of the um, breweries that uh, operate that way, that's another conversation. Um, I think it's somewhat... Is juvenile too tough a word to use? Uh, juvenile uh, uh, position to be angry about that? Like, again, if, if you disagree with that business model, that's fine. Nobody's telling you you have to buy the beer. Um, if it bothers you when you see them getting really great market penetration because they throw tons of money at samples, have incredibly beautiful, physically fit uh, event staff handing out said samples uh, and basically are, are making inroads into the macro beer market by producing a beer that's more or less the same as what people are already drinking, but in a different package with a little bit of a story attached to it, like that it's brewed in Toronto and 1% of sales are donated to environmental causes. Um, Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, again, I do know what to tell you. I don't particularly buy this brand all that often. Um, did pick up these ones as requested. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Was, I, I always worry when people commit a lot of energy to being angry about something that doesn't really have a huge impact on the world. <laughs> Like, there's plenty of things that you can be genuinely angry about without having to worry about whether or not a brewery is a lifestyle brand. If you think it's a lifestyle brand and if you think that's a problem, that's fine. You don't have to drink it. It's like Ricky Gervais says, you know, people on the Internet complaining about stuff like that. It's like somebody comes up to you and knocks on your door and you answer 
your door and they go, hey, I don't like you. And you go, uh, okay, why are you here? You just here to tell me that? Okay, duly noted, carry on. Like, who cares? Let it, let it go. Uh, will I buy this beer again? Probably not. No, doesn't do it for me. Uh, will I finish this one? Also, probably not. I do have a couple of extra cans in my fridge I'm going to have to give some thought to. Anyway, there it is. No. No bueno. To use a Mexican phrase, uh, by which I mean Spanish, because people in Mexico predominantly, but not exclusively, speak Spanish. Um... That is Ace Hill Mexican Lager. If you like a Mexican lager, if you're a Corona or Soul drinker, or if you just want something really light and slightly metallic-y tasting, uh, <laughs> that you could chill down real cold. That's actually, I think, going to be my next step. I'm going to put one of these in the freezer 45 minutes before I want to drink it and see if that helps. And by help, I mean make it taste less like what it tastes like now. That is a overwhelming uh, endorsement if I ever heard one. Hey, that's uh, that's it for that. I, I think I'm I think I'm done that part of the show. Uh, it's funny. I put uh, I put in the I have to put like a description in the YouTube thing before I get it started. I mean, I suppose I don't. I could just leave it blank and fill it in later. But I always put in and try and guess what I'm going to talk about. It said something like drinking a Mexican lager and talking about rugby, probably. And heck, yeah, why not? Let's you watch the uh, Summer Internationals this past weekend. It's pretty, since they pretty insider baseball, it's insider rugby. Man, oh man. Last weekend, the Southern Hemisphere won everything, all four games. That's uh, New Zealand versus uh, Ireland, Australia versus England, South Africa versus Wales, and Argentina versus Scotland. This weekend, uh, this past Saturday, on the other hand, amazingly, oh, by the way, Kevin's here. Hey, buddy. Uh, it was the inversion. All the Northern Hemisphere teams won, including Wales beating South Africa for the first time in South Africa ever, which is pretty historic. Won it by a single point with a 78th minute Gareth Anscombe kick from about two meters outside of touch. Uh, just a calm, cool, fantastic history-making kick. Incidentally, Anscombe had arrived in South Africa later than the rest of the team, having waited to try and be home for the birth of his son, which he missed by 12 hours. Apparently, he arrived in South Africa to the news that his wife had given birth while he was in transit. Poor guy. But as uh, they said on social media, in the years to come, when his son is old enough to understand, uh, he will be able to show him that game and say, that's why I missed your birth. And it was a pretty historic day. So good for the Anscombe family and Gareth Anscombe specifically. Friend of the pod, <laughs> I wish. You know who Gareth Anscombe is? I don't know what it is about whales and their 10s and 15s, but they have some very handsome 10s and 15s. Jared's pointing out uh, also Ireland with the chance to take the series in New Zealand is wild. It is. Ireland won a weird game against New Zealand. Thankfully, the officiating didn't really impact the final score of the game, but man, was the officiating messed up in that game. Uh, I think there's going to be some reviews on that one. Won't change anything, but holy moly, what a mess. And uh, England, very convincing win. Uh, as a friend of mine said, maybe saving Eddie Jones's uh, position. I don't believe that. I think they're 
they've tied their wagon to that train and they'll ride it all the way to the end of the World Cup. But who knows? England, it's a tough place. The other problem is I think they want Borthick to come in and replace Eddie Jones, and he won't leave until after the World Cup, so it's a whole mess. Anyway, uh, when did this become the Toronto Rugby Podcast? Well, about four minutes ago. Uh, if you want to check out the games this weekend, they are at unusual times because it's in the Southern Hemisphere. Like, I think the Ireland game kicks off at like 3 a.m. or something stupid. But you can always watch the uh, watch the highlights or watch the full matches. They're, you know, they're available out there. I myself, I think I'm going to miss the Wales game because I'm going to be on my way to my own rugby game, but I might catch the England one. So we'll see. Good excuse to drink beer at 4 in the morning or 9 in the morning or whatever time you sit down to watch the game. Anywho, the rain has come. I have some things that are out drying that are now wetter than they probably were 10 minutes ago that I need to go collect. Uh, I will leave you to it. We are... Oh, Jordan St. John's here, and he said, Wales, bruh. Yes, I was looking at the wrong window to pick up that uh, comment. Hello, Jordan. Long time, buddy. Let's catch up. Uh, just not right now. By the way, you might have missed it. ASL Mexican Lager. It's an extract beer, I'm pretty sure. There's wheat in it. Who knew? Also corn, obviously. Anyway, Jordan's all caught up now. We're all caught up. We're all good. Are there events coming up? Probably. I think I saw Because Beer was advertising in my uh, stream, so that's nice. I like the Because Beer Festival. I don't know how it is these days, but uh, but I certainly enjoyed it when I went to. And remember, friends, if you're going to a festival, what's the rule, kids? If you see some, if you see something, say something. And hopefully you say it more articulately than I just did. And by something, I mean anything, but specifically people being terrible to other people and especially people being terrible to women and minorities. Uh, the behavior at the festivals is just not acceptable a lot of the time. And uh, especially if you are a white, straight person, male person especially, uh, your voice is needed to uh, correct bad behavior. So if you see something, I'm going to try that one again. <clears throat> if you see something, say something, friends, please. We can all be better. We can hold each other accountable. And that's what we need to do this week. Take care of each other, be accountable to each other, and hold each other accountable. That's a heavy way to end an episode. You know what's not, though? Surf rock. So if you're listening to the podcast, you are about to hear the delightful tones of the Curry Brothers. We are the Curry Brothers, the name of the EP, available on Bandcamp, and you darn well better believe that link will be in the description on both YouTube and the podcast. Check it out. It is worth, as I say, every week, every penny you spend on it. Feel free to pay more. There's no restrictions there. You can pay as much as you want for that record, and you will like it. Yes, Jordan, my laundry, it's coming in shortly. Uh, be good. I'll be back next Monday. Yeah, should be. My whole family might be asleep because they'll be jet-lagged, but I should be here. And I will be drinking something. I don't want to get into goods and bads and betters and worses, but I'll be drinking something else. Let's go with that. Oh, hey, Biggs Beers that just joined. I'm sorry, but we are shutting things down for the night. This has been the Toronto Beer Podcast. Have a great week. Bye.